Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Hypocritical Haters. Episode Are you 15. starting it like that? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> well, I cut the part where we talked about fat. I was going to cut the... Let's Damn, restart. good job, Jason. <laughs> Let's restart. We didn't mention it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Hypocritical Haters. Episode 15. Yeah. Yay. 15 years old. 15 we can finally almost I mean, not 15 years old <laughs> technically we're we're learning to drive that's true unless you're my sister and you're 17 learning how to drive a car did you ever learn how to drive a car like did you ever have to practice driving i for me it was like we went to we went to our high school parking lot drove around like one time and my dad was like okay you see how this works i was like yeah he's like cool and then, like, after that, the only time I was driving was, like, like to get the hours for my permit, you know? Oh, I see what you mean. Um, I was going to say, like, what are you saying? You fucking drove around in circles in a parking lot once and you were like, oh, I got this shit. I'm a bro. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. There's all these, like, like TV shows and stuff where people are driving through these cones and shit. And they're like, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa. And it's like, no, you, you just fucking turn the wheel and the car goes where you want it to. It's not that hard. Yeah, because uh, TV shows are a direct representation of the monotony of life. And they wouldn't embellish anything to create drama or tension or a comedic effect or anything like that. Right, Grayson? News. No, but I don't, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's one thing to like exaggerate, like in TV shows where they have like an hour in between class and high school and they like hang out by the lockers and talk about their crushes. Like that's an exaggeration, but people do hang out in the hallways and talk about shit in between class. You know what I mean? I guess so. So the idea of like, oh, we're going to go practice driving on some like fucking practice cones, like. Most people don't do that, but I guess, you know, I don't know. That doesn't seem like a huge exaggeration of, of Do you have anything do. specific in mind when you say the cones and shit? Yeah, like, you know, they have a little, like, practice no, course. No, I'm saying, like, do you have a specific show or movie in mind? Uh, no. So you made this shit up to support your argument. You've never seen a, a fucking TV show where they have cones and traffic and practice. You have to do driving? it for uh, the uh, motorcycle test. I'm not talking about motorcycles. What are you talking about, Dan? Look, you saying, sound insane. I'm saying you have to do it for the motorcycle test. I'm pretty sure if you do it, if you don't do it till a certain age, then you have to do that shit. Like, if, let's say you didn't have a car when you were in high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't learn how to drive because you don't have a car and you can't pay. You're too poor to be able to pay somebody to teach you to drive when you're in high school. Mm-hmm. But you're like 23. You're like, oh, okay, I got money. I could I could learn how to drive. It would be beneficial to me. I'm pretty sure after a certain number of years, you have to go back to driving school and they do that kind of shit. Yeah, but they don't do that in high school. Oh, you know what it is? You know what it is? Here's what it is. They used to have like a driver's ed portion of school where i did think did you look it up while i was talking what did you look it up while i was talking no i just remembered because i remember it used to oh, be okay. a thing in school and then they they like made it its own private industry which you know I'm good for them i'll i'll calm down i uh i don't know why i'm coming off so aggressive and uh hostile it's probably that monster job that you drank <laughs> bless you oh thank you I'm actually drinking a, a Starbucks double shot energy. Whoa. Whoa. Not sponsored. Insert the uh, YTP Mabel going, whoa. Anyways, thank you. Please don't. I, we shouldn't have watched that just because. Yeah. Now I'm going to reference it this whole time, and Dan has to edit this episode because I've, I've edited the last like four, and he's going to yeah. have to go into this stupid fucking YouTube poop and pull out like random clips of 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 a uh, dipper saying mabel we have to talk about mabel we have to talk about table okay i'm not putting that one in put it in no fuck okay anyways let's get to a topic this sucks okay Comedy i think goal. uh sorry oh. i think we you and i could probably we're probably like on the border of this but you know there's like an actual 
it's an actual thing to be addicted to feeling sad. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, isn't that cool? <laughs> that's crazy. Some people like force themselves to be sad over nothing just really? to just to have the feeling of being sad. Wow. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. There's a whole psychology behind it. Damn. Well, I've I've told you about this, but I, you know, I haven't talked about it on the podcast yet. So I was in a happy, healthy relationship for a while. And like a year in, I was like, man, I am so happy. Like this is, I is, is this what it's like to be just like content with life? And then I got scared because I was like, wait, if I'm not sad anymore, I'm not going to be able to make good art. And so a part of me genuinely considered breaking up with this girl <laughs> just because I needed my art to be nice and depressing and I couldn't make depressing art without being depressed. Yeah, you, that's pretty much the exact definition. I looked it up. People who are addicted to unhappiness tend to find reasons to be miserable when life gets "quote unquote" too good. Oh shit! Is it really? No, you're making that yeah. up. No, that's the first line. It's oh from psychology no! Com. Oh no! The first sentence. Yeah, you know prefer to. This is this one can apply to a lot of people nowadays too. Prefer to play the victim role and blame others rather than take personal responsibility for their choices. Okay, well, that's not me because I take all the responsibility for all, everything. Yeah, I, I was saying that's like a general people in life right now are like loving playing the victim. And yeah. oh, the last sentence that's like on this preview says compete with friends and colleagues to see who has it at the hardest. Oh, those people are the worst. No, I'm I not that. I fucking hate those people. God. Oh, how many no. hours of sleep did you get last night? Oh, I got four. Oh, I yeah. you well you you got four. I only got one. So who's the real yeah. winner? Oh, not man, you. You're not the real winner. You got one hour of sleep. Yeah. Why is that a thing? Like one time I was at work and I had just got I had just gotten one hour of sleep, and I didn't bring it up. But they were like, "Man, Daniel, you look you look really tired." I was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty tired." They're like, "Oh, did you get a lot of sleep last night?" I'm like, "No, not really." They're like, "How much did you sleep?" I was like, "Oh, probably like an hour." I was like trying my best to avoid saying it just because I didn't want there to be a pity party. Yeah. But as soon as I said it, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got like four. So I think I know how you feel. And like everybody went around and started talking about how many hours of sleep they got. Like this was like not even that it was a competition, but it was like, what what are we talking about? Why is this? Why, why are you all why do you all have input on this? Yeah, and see, the contrarian in me now wants to be like, oh, I got, like, a normal amount of sleep. You guys are fucking weird. You know, yeah, yeah. like, I would improve my sleep schedule just to just to shit on these people for having shitty sleep schedules and yeah. being proud of it. Yeah, hate people like that. <laughs> but yeah, dude, isn't that crazy? Yeah. You can literally be addicted to everything. Dude, for real. Well, you know, the other funny thing about that, or, or like about like me, uh, like actively seeking to be miserable or whatever is I was talking, I was talking to my parents and they were like, you know, Grayson, parents are only as happy as their least happy child. And I was like, oh, you guys must be miserable. <laughs> I am so sorry. Not only do they have me, but then they have fucking Garrett. who's just... A walking yeah. ball of negative energy. Yeah, fuck you, Garrett. Yeah, Garrett. What the fuck? We hate on Garrett a lot. No, I was about Is to say, I was about to say, no, we can't put on the hate list because of an incident we won't talk about. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could cut it. Oh, it was when we fucking shit on him for. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry, Garrett. Yeah, sorry, Garrett. This Love is you, my buddy. Public apology. I've made a severe and continuous lapse in my judgment. You get the reference there. I'd like to apologize. What What is that from? What am I thinking of? It's from Logan Paul when... I don't know what you're thinking of. Mine is from Logan Paul when he recorded the dead body. Oh, dude, that was a classic. I've made a severe and continuous lapse in judgment. <laughs> what a good way to say I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, he's like got he's become a pro at saying sorry because he is like... Did you hear about his crypto scam? Uh, no. What was that? Dude, so he got a bunch of people. Basically, he was the... Wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. Can you can you tell that story in one sec? I just remember the thing and I'm going to forget it. It's like a GTA 5 video where it's like you pull some guy out of the car and he's like, he's like, hey, who do you think you are, buddy? You want to fight? And then you like pull out a gun and he goes, I'd like to apologize. 
motherfucker. Asshole! Hey, fuck you, bitch. You are dead meat. I want to apologize. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He it's... like you like push him over and he yeah. does it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, put that in and then tell me what you were gonna say about the crypto scam. Okay, so Logan Paul, he's basically he's known very well because of bad publicity, good publicity. He's done a lot of publicity stunts, right? And then boxing matches against Mayweather, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's basically the poster boy for this new thing that he's developing with these other guys called CryptoZoo. Did you hear about this? CryptoZoo. No, I have not. Dude, okay, so this... Sounds this, like a real animal house. Uh, you could say that. We can cut that too if you want. Uh, no, I won't cut it. Fuck. Live with it. Um, anyway. So he's got this business deal with, I can't even remember who else, but I think it was like him, his manager, and then two guys that were like millionaires or whatever. And they were like setting up this crypto thing. The premise is, uh, you get an NFT when you sign up for this game. That they have called CryptoZoo. Mm -hmm. Get an NFT of an animal, and you can then take that NFT. I think you you can invest more money and get another animal, and then you can uh, merge the animals, and they will have an egg. They'll get you'll get an egg from it, a crypto egg, <laughs> and then after some time, the egg will hatch into a mixture of both of the animals. So this is the whole okay. thing. And Logan Paul is like standing behind it. He's like, oh, I love this game. It's so much fun. It's such a cool game. And uh, they they released a few like previews of what it's going to look like. And they, re they released a picture of, I can't even remember what it was. It was probably like a killer whale and a koala or something like that. A and it whale. was, yeah. And people like looked into it. They literally just took like, um, What's the fucking name of the company that just posts pictures all the time? That like is they such have vague. Watermarked. Know. They have watermarked pictures. It's like oh, Shutterstock. Yeah, stock images. That's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. It's just stock imagery of a koala and a killer whale. That's it. It's not an NFT. Well, what is the what does the mixture look like? Well, the thing is, the mixture looks like somebody just photoshopped pieces of the stock photo of the koala and killer whale together that's fire no it's not fire because as soon as they because there's no crypto involved in it so there's no profit to be made they're just taking money oh, and so sure. as soon as they because they're using logan paul as a poster boy all these uh logan paul fans mavericks will call them mavericks if you will um they uh they buy into it because it's logan paul which they're fucking really stupid for trusting logan paul for any reason at all i don't know why you would yeah but uh they buy into it they the company the crypto zoo company make, makes like a couple million dollars it's like 10 million dollars two mm. of the the two millionaires that were part of it they both dip out and uh Oh, dude. Yeah, they take a ton, millions of dollars with them. Fuck, man, that's crazy. Never to be seen again. Ever. And uh, that their money's gone. The people who bought into it, their money is gone. They took it. Dude, to me, those are like, those are, that's true evil. Is yeah. like, I don't care about the consequences of my actions because I know it's going to make me money or like, or something along those lines. Yeah. It's I'll like, profit off of someone else's despair, yeah. but I don't care because I am profiting. Like Nestle. Did you hear about the Nestle thing? Uh, no, before we go into it, I want to okay, say, if you want to watch more or hear more about the Logan Paul crypto zoo scam, just watch, um, Coffeezilla's videos on it. If you don't want to watch a couple hour long videos, I would just look up. I watched uh, Moist Critical react to it. So, mm. yeah. What happened with the Nestle thing, Grayson? Uh, well, so Nestle back in the day was like, you know, Nestle sells baby formula, mm. and uh, 
And so baby formula is like, you know, it was like a semi-popular thing and they kept promoting it. And then studies came out that are like, hey, like babies who are like given baby formula instead of milk are like malnourished and like, you know, have lower IQs and blah, 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 blah. And so Nestle was like, oh, damn, that's really going to hurt our profit margin. So they ran an ad campaign in like third world countries, like a huge marketing campaign, like baby formula is the future, blah, 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 because they don't have any like uh, false advertising laws in like, you know, like little African countries. And so they ran all these like, do baby, get from baby formula. And so what they did, here's another crazy thing they did is they gave out like a like a three month or like a two month free sample. So you could get free baby formula for like two months and they gave them out to all these fucking African countries. And so all these mothers were giving their babies baby formula. And then once the free trial ran out, their milk had dried up because if you don't fucking milk a baby for a couple months, then your milk, like you stop producing milk. And so now they literally have to buy baby formula. Otherwise their baby's going to fucking starve. And they and Nestle knew all of this. They knew exactly what they were doing, and they were like, "Yeah, but think about how much money we're gonna make. Who cares that like literal babies in Africa are gonna starve? Like, we don't care. We're gonna make so much money. Like uh, that really. is the pinnacle of evil, in my in my opinion. I agree. I fucking hate people. Yeah, but. I'm gonna cut this one. I have to blow my nose. Give me a second. Go for it. What the oh. fuck was that? <laughs> that was the weirdest. That was the weirdest nose blow I've ever heard in my life. Oh. Uh, I I groaned afterward because it feels like I just dropped like five pounds out of my forehead. Oh, I guess yeah. We probably should have done a disclaimer of you have allergies right now, so it sounds like you're. All stuffy. I am all stuffy. Doesn't just sound like it. If anybody has any solutions, I've already tried Allegra and uh, Zyrtec. So, what's that? Uh, isn't it Benadryl that if you take a bunch of it, you get like super high and see demons? I don't know, Grayson. Do you? <laughs> uh, on the record, no. Okay, off the record. Off the record, <laughs> I've seen some shit. Yeah, I think it. I think it's Benadryl because someone someone tweeted Benadryl like me after taking twenty four Benadryls and staring at the demon in my corner, and it's like a picture of Pikachu that's like all fucked up. <laughs> fucking the official Benadryl tweeted. They're like, "Hey, like you know, please reach out to us to talk about not abusing our fucking product." <laughs> yeah, dude, you want to know something crazy? Actually, I don't know if you know this, and you might not find it crazy, even if you don't. What's up? In other countries, specifically countries that are that have a uh, shared healthcare system, mm. they don't advertise prescription drugs or any drugs at all. Yeah, I think I heard about that. All these these things where it's like, hey, talk to your doctor if you think Lexapro yeah, could yeah. be right for you. They don't. They just don't have those over there, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's all it's all given to you already. Yeah, and there's no there's no reason to advertise something when somebody's not they're not going to buy it. They have shared health care. Yeah. Like I saw I saw a billboard on my way home today and it was like, we can we can fix your addiction or whatever. And it listed three uh, prescription medications right next to it. Uh, the, my first thought was, why the hell are you advertising that you're going to give medication immediately? That is not how you treat addiction. Well, that's it's, all, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, it's really ironic that they're like, hey, do you have, do you struggle with addiction? Take a bunch of prescribed medication yeah. <laughs> to get off of it. Here Take a bunch, a bunch drugs of to help with your drugs. Here, try these opioids. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee you won't go back to cigarettes. Dopamine receptors numb? Here, take these ADHD medications that pump into your dopamine receptors so you are constantly being fed dopamine. <laughs> Uh, I gotta get on that for my sadness addiction. That's true, dude. Yeah, I'd rather be addicted to heroin than a sadness. Yeah. What's the difference? Is... Okay. 
Sorry. Uh, anyway. Anyway, wait, I had a, I had something else. Oh, yeah, there was a... So I've been watching a lot of Attack on Titan recently. Actually? My, really? Yeah, I I did my best to avoid it, but my roommate was like, hey, it's, it's so well-written. And I was like, if one more person tells me this show is well-written, I'm going to fucking find the creator and shoot him in the back of the head. This is a... In, no, Minecraft. in Minecraft. In Minecraft. In Minecraft. In Minecraft. <laughs> uh, dude, I just and the funny thing is I just watched a video about this this guy, this like 14-year-old kid who got arrested because he was playing Roblox and he said, I'm going uh this is me quoting. <laughs> he was like he's like, quote, I'm going to bring a gun to school tomorrow and shoot it and shoot everyone. End quote. End quote. And uh, uh, he got arrested, and his mom was like, but he's just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> On a Roblox, imagine. But the, the funny thing is, he was definitely joking. Roblox account, I would have been in prison a long time ago. Dude, yeah. Me on PictoChat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, but he was definitely so joking is the worst part. And he ha he now has a felony and is in jail because he made a joke well, yeah. in Roblox. It's a joke, but uh, I mean, how seriously do you want them to take it? Well, that's the problem is the joke like, oh, is. All these people are on the blacklist and the FBI was watching them, but all oh, they still, sh they still uh, did uh, acts that I cannot describe to yeah. a school. Why didn't we stop them sooner? And uh, yeah, I was like, I mean, like, what? At what point is it a joke? At what point is it should it be taken seriously? Because no, no fucking thirty-seven-year-old dude working for the FBI is gonna be like, oh, this kid in Roblox was just joking. He's yeah. Like, oh, this kid is using the only platform he has to portray a message that he can only use this platform to portray it with. Yeah, and the, the problem is the joke is he's literally committing a felony and, and stating a, a verbal threat to fucking shoot up his school. Like, that's the joke, which is to like... commit uh, undescribable acts to his school. Yeah, sorry. Uh, YouTube, please, uh, editor, cut that. Um, but, uh, yeah, which, you know, granted, is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> However, you do... I'm you kind of are... Uh, sorry sorry well the, the funniest part of the whole thing is they walk up and they're like are you xx sniper lord 69 xx and he's like yeah he's like all right you're under arrest <laughs> <laughs> oh dude oh man good thing they haven't watched me play gta 5 yeah fact. <laughs> oh man uh what were we talking about attack on titan i can't yeah. believe people complain about this this show yeah. not having structure or not show but this podcast not having structure put anyone anyone who complains about this this podcast not having structure put them on the hate list yeah you're on the hate list fuck you um but uh now i forgot what i was talking about situation attack irony. on titan uh attack on titan Oh yeah, so we're watching Attack on Titan, and of course, when you whenever you watch anything on any streaming service, you get the same five ads over and over again. Yeah. Um, and one of them is this. It's like one of them is like hymns. Have you heard of hymns? Like for hymns or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's so like it, the erectile dysfunction medication or whatever. Well, that's the funniest thing. So it's this. It's this company called hymns, and it's like its whole thing is like. We tackled the issues that like all like men in their early, like late twenties, early thirties face, and we are giving the medication and the resources for them to like help them out with these problems. And so they boiled down men's issues into two problems: erectile dysfunction and hair loss. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that is the two problems facing just crippling the male the male population in the United States. Yeah. Hey, I mean, and they're not far off. <laughs> they're not, they're not, yeah, they're not super wrong. But the funniest part is so then like after a week of watching hymns commercials, we get a hers commercial. And there's hers, a hers, there's a hers. And it's the Inclusion same. Inclusion has come so far. And it's the same thing where they're like, hey, hey, like girls in their like 20s to 30s, 
we recognize that you guys have problems and we're here to help with them. And so they've boiled down women's problems into anxiety and depression. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And oh, so then no. so, so Aiden and I were sitting there watching and we're like, dude, girls are probably girls probably have all this anxiety and depression because all the dudes that they're trying to fuck are bald and can't get their dicks. <laughs> We don't need hers. We just need hims to do a better job. <laughs> oh, man. We also need like a third subdivision of hims where it increases your penis length. Yeah. Not for me, though. Not no, for me. Not, it's I mean, like for the other guys that like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't need it because I'm. If anything, huge. I need I mean, to take some I'm inches like off, big. I think. I'm like average, I think. I've gotten complaints about Maybe being too above. big, even. Yeah, me too. I mean, too. I mean, I mean, so much for no sex jokes. Hey, you're you're the one who brought it up this time. Yeah, but it was it was too good of a bit. We couldn't. Come on, dude. I I saw this. I saw this. Uh, this short from a uh, another podcast. I can't remember the name of the podcast. But uh, yeah, we don't want to advertise another podcast on our podcast, man. Well, good thing I don't remember the name. Yeah, true. Anyway, they were talking and they were like, "Okay, so like I saw this, I saw this article the other day, and it was like, guys nowadays are have some of the biggest penises ever in history." And they were like high five, and they're like, "Hell yeah!" They were like, "Fuck you, grandpa!" <laughs> and then he like read into it. He looked up the article and found it and read into it. He was like males age or no he was like uh yeah he was like males in the recent years uh have a it's like 24 percent larger penis and uh they the study had been uh done over the last three decades and if you think about it the last three decades that goes back into the 90s and they were both from the 90s <laughs> they were like oh shit <laughs> we're the small dicks <laughs> 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 damn that's really funny actually yeah, everyone so go good. watch that podcast if you yeah. can find it no go don't. find them and watch it or do i don't know when you're not listening to ours yeah whatever listen to theirs oh man anyway yeah that, it, it was a good bit <laughs> thank you thank you um speaking of bits uh i have a, a story to tell let's hear it if you'll recall, a couple episodes ago, I uh, I told a story about one of my friends from college in which I uh, I kind of didn't phrase it as well as I should have. And uh, and so then right after we post it, I get a text from the girl involved and she was like, hey, I'm about to watch it, LOL. Like, you know, and then uh, she never replied after that. She never followed up on it. And so I texted back like that day. I was like, hey, like, you know, what'd you think? Haha. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no. It wasn't that episode, was it? And it was. And so I was like, oh, shit. So a week goes by, no word from her. I text her, nothing. She leaves me on red even. And I was like, I'm in trouble now. So I call her like twice over like the next three days. No response, no word. Everything's on red. And I was like, did I really just lose one of my friends from college because I told a stupid story on the podcast? Are you serious? And I yeah. was kind of annoyed. I was like, that's ridiculous. But I was like, also, like, I was kind of an asshole when I told that story. And so because, because I was like, you know what? I care about this friendship. I'm going to send her an apology text and then wash my hands of it. If she doesn't want to talk to me after that, I did everything I could do. So I typed up this big, long apology text to like, listen, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what got into me. I think I let the fame go to my head. Like, please, if you can find it in your heart to forgive me, I, I'm so sorry. I value our friendship so much. Um, Grayson's becoming a pro at apologies, too. <laughs> yeah, Logan Paul, step aside. <laughs> Unrelated note, have you guys heard of crypto? I'm trying to start a business or something. I don't know. Anyways. Um, you guys like animals? <laughs> do you guys like stock images of koalas? Have I got good news for you? <laughs> um. Yeah. So I send her that apology, think, you know, I'm like, all right, whatever. She's probably not going to reply. And uh, like a week goes by and she texts me back. Finally, she says, 
Hey, sorry, I was really busy. I haven't listened to the podcast yet. Should I not? Do you say something not good on it? And I was like, <laughs> you motherfucker. You like, oh my God, I'm blowing up her phone and she doesn't, she leaves me on red even. And finally I have to send a fucking giant apology text just to find out that she didn't even listen. And then she's like, should I not listen? And I was like, well, now I'm kind of curious how you will react. So maybe you should listen. Oh. So good. So. She whipped a nanade on your corpse, dude. I know. I this is this is why you should never apologize to women because they're just they're just gonna make you look foolish at the end of the day. It's true. There's no winning an argument an argument against a woman. Okay. That was a is... lesson I learned very quickly growing <laughs> up with multiple sisters. We are encroaching on dangerous territory, Dan. I'm gonna lose more I'm friends. Talking about, I'm talking about my sisters, brother. Oh, okay, me too. Uh, uh. Anyway. Anyway, what about your sisters? Let's talk trash about your sisters. Oh, I'm blowing my nose. Hold on. <laughs> Dude, every time you blow your nose, it sounds like something out of fucking analog horror. <laughs> Just like. Yeah, that's my nose. Very, very Maybe I won't find it scary then, huh? Dude, Skinamarink. Don't go, don't get me started on Skinamarink, bro. Yeah, please don't get started on Skinamarink. That movie goes hard. Uh, Actually, was, I kind of do. The... I kind of do want to talk about it a little bit, but oh, okay, go ahead. What was your question? Pop off, King. I was going to ask what you were going to talk about. Uh, I before know. I blew my nose. Oh, I was I was asking you to shit on your sisters, so maybe this is a better uh, topic. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> um, Skinamarink, dude. So I, it's you know this movie. It's very highly controversial on the internet. All the redditors are like, "Oh, this movie sucks. It makes me pay attention for longer than five minutes." And all the like fucking indie film major people are like, "Oh, this movie's so fucking artistic. I love it. Artistic, artistic." Yeah, correct. Um, youtube <laughs> but uh so basically it's this like analog horror movie about these like two kids who um they're they one night their father goes missing and then all of the doors and windows disappear and it's oh. like that's the that's like the log line of it it's it was the most scared i've been in a movie ever mm to be honest with you. Literally, that was the most scared I've ever been in a movie. However, there is like a solid like 40 minutes of the movie in which literally nothing happens on screen. Like not exaggerating. It's a, it's like an awkward angle of a wall in a house, a blank like, wall. That's and, cumulative, right? Yeah, cumulative. It's not straight. But like, okay. you know, over the course of the movie, it adds up and it's like 40 minutes of just blank walls and in an hour happening. and a half long movie yeah and i you know i haven't actually like gone through and done the math but it it it, it sure as hell feels like it <laughs> um and so for a lot of people that's their main complaint and to be honest with you it is a valid complaint like the movie i think yes it was necessary to have those like down moments but they, it, he goes way overboard with down moments. They're too long. Not enough happens in the movie. It, the mo you could have, it could have been an hour long movie. Like you could have took off thirty minutes and had it still been, and had it be a much better movie. Imagine this is how like big companies, big industry movies pad for runtime. Like the movies that start off as shorts and they turn into like a full feature film. This is how they pad out runtime: is they just place a camera in front of a wall and go eat lunch. <laughs> that would be Imagine funny especially start doing that yeah you're like in the middle of a fight scene in, in a insane action movie that takes place in space and all of a sudden it just cuts out and it's just a, a shot of stars like you're looking at the night sky no it's like there's a there's a fight there's a fight scene happening in space and the gimmick is that the camera is like floating in space so it like it like points at the actors like fighting for like 
two minutes and then it slowly turns and for like the next 15 minutes it's just this camera slowly panning across like an empty sky of stars until it finally gets back around and the fight's like been over for five minutes yeah i think that's a better description i haven't seen cinema rink for everybody listening in to grayson so i wouldn't i wouldn't have any good analogies yeah but it was i don't know it's it's kind of you kind of just gotta fucking sit down and and take it like a like a what's what's the like analogy? a seat with a dildo on it <laughs> <laughs> sure we can we can we can roll with that one as the analogy <laughs> that's a good analogy uh, uh no it's pretty good i'm just i, we... I don't know if i'll ever watch skidamarink because you said it's not as good when you're in theaters. You it it's almost a like you almost have to watch it in theaters because it's just yeah. such a different experience. Absolutely zero theaters near me are showing Skinner Rink. Yeah. I was home for a week this past week, but I uh, was so busy that I didn't have time to go to the movies. So yeah, Whereas it's I, probably out of I theaters by now, it. anyways. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, but here's so here's my number one issue with it is. So the everyone's number one complaint about the movie is that it's like too long and it's too boring, which, you know, kind of valid. The second complaint, though, is one that really, really bothers me. And they're like, uh, spoiler alert, everyone, if you haven't seen Skin and Rink, you know, skip ahead to 32, 39. Uh, I'll, just kidding. I'll, I'll put a timestamp on. I'll put a timestamp on. A kid gets hurt and like, like very hurt like it's it's kind of like this demon is like torturing this kid and uh and so everyone's like oh that's too much child abuse it's too much you sh you can't you can't put that in a movie and it's like how the fuck are you gonna go into a horror movie and be surprised when something scary happens <laughs> like what is wrong with you and and everyone's like everyone's like well it's different it's not just scary it's just like edgy like it's torture for this it's like it's like children getting hurt for the sake of being edgy and nothing and it doesn't do anything for the story. And I was like, motherfucker, that is the story. The story <laughs> is a child is tortured by a demon for a you know, a very long time. It's like I don't what do you like you how do you go in this movie and you're like, What? This doesn't make this is yeah, just edgy. I, I uh I watched Terminator two the other day. I really didn't like how they shot guns. Yeah, like why were the robots killing people? That that was <laughs> fucked up. Like, are we just killing people Too for far. the sake of being kill of, of killing people? These these people that were killed in this movie, they were just meat sacks to be shot by robots. Just it ruined the whole me. movie for me. He was like, he was like, yeah, it made me really uncomfortable. I was like, oh, so you mean it scared you? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Like what? The oh, fuck? so it's an unsettling horror movie. That's good <laughs> yeah. you didn't pay for that. Dude, exactly. I'm like, what is going on in your brain when you get unsettled in a horror movie and you're like, mm, too much, too much. Yeah, and then, but then I was like, hey, what'd you think of Hereditary? You know, that spoiler alert, that movie where a girl's head gets taken off and you see like an up close, like fucking detailed graphic image of ants crawling all over, all over her decapitated head. He was like, oh, I love that movie. That's a great movie. But uh, all anyway. right. All all that being said, that's just me venting. Redacted. I you know I hear what you're saying and I appreciate your views. It's just on this podcast, I'm playing a character of myself in which I'm an asshole. I'm not actually an asshole. I swear. Yeah, he's only like right now he's at 110 percent asshole. Usually he's at 109 <laughs> percent. Usually I'm at 120. This is actually toned I'm down. Toned down right now. Yeah. Toned down for what? Toned deaf for what? Uh, they call Lil John when he when he's right white and racist. <laughs> Is that a good joke? That was pretty. That was, there was. I there think was... it was pretty tone deaf. Boom! Brought okay. it back around. All right, now you ruined it. Oh man! Ay yeah yeah. Remember when you did that all the time? Ay yeah yeah. Great. I do say. I still say ay yeah yeah. Why do you say that? It's a <laughs> thing. So it's a thing that people say. <laughs> I know specifically just... Hispanic people. Oh, is that okay? I guess that makes sense then. Yeah. I just whenever I hear it, mom. I think I think of uh, the Curb Your Enthusiasm, where the fucking 
dude converts to Judaism just to make Jewish jokes. And then he goes, I, Larry, enough with the, you know, whatever. And Larry's like, you did it. That's a Jewish thing. You're stealing our culture. Grayson, are you saying I'm not Hispanic? Yes. No, you're Hispanic. I know. Oh, thank I'm, you for the validation. I was going to say, I, I know. could be one without your appro- approval. It's, so it is up that. to me. I'm the decider. Yeah. And I'll allow you to be Hispanic. No, you're good. You're you're Hispanic for sure, for sure. You could put that on a college application. Uh, te permito. I will. Let's move on. <laughs> Dude, did you hear PewDiePie is pregnant? PewDiePie is pregnant. Yeah, him and Marcy are pregnant. Um, I didn't think that was physiologically possible, but you know, the miracles <laughs> of modern <laughs> science. <laughs> yeah, why did you say PewDiePie is pregnant? Say PewDiePie. They say that. I know, but it's it's weird. It's not true. Oh, I'm sorry, Mister. Definitions are everything. They, are, I mean, you say that, but they are. So, you know, I don't know. You know, I saw a. Uh, this is kind of another topic. Uh, but I saw. Have you seen those videos where they have like the AI taking like Joe Rogan's voice, Joe Biden's vo- voice, yes, Donald dude. Trump's voice? Those are kind of funny. I'm not even gonna cap. Those I've, are kind of I funny. Found, I have found zero of them funny. Uh, but I did see one where it was Joe Rogan and Ben Shapiro and Ben Shapiro was on the, uh, Joe Rogan podcast and they were talking about being ratatouille and like the Ben Shapiro and the thing was like being, why would, why would you want to cook? He's like, no, I'm not saying I would want to be ratatouille. Like I wouldn't, I would want to cook. I'm just saying I would want to be controlled by a rat or something. It'd be cool. He'd be like in Ben Shapiro was like. No, but you said ratatouille. Like, that's what he does in the movie. He cooks. He's like, yeah, but ratatouille is just a better word for it. And Ben Shapiro's like, okay, I think for this conversation, I think ratatouille is a good word for it. But I think moving forward, we should use and make figure out our terms and definitions. I have seen that. I It was on Ludwig's thing. I know that's where you watched it. And um, that's uh, it's it's pretty funny. I, I didn't find it very funny, but you you reminded me of that exactly. Oh, that was actually another topic I wanted to talk about was how unfunny those things are. I I'll send you one, and honestly, we can it watch going? it. Oh shit! Fuck! Uh, I'll send you one, and honestly, we can watch it, and then you can tell me if you think that one's funny. Okay. Uh, My issue with it is it just feels kind of like. Remember how we would always complain that people were still doing Donald Trump impressions like in 2018 yeah and it was just like oh god dude come on please it's like yeah it was funny like two years ago but come on man just give it up yeah it is like everybody has a donald trump impression it's just it is extraordinarily the tiktok problem of oh one person made like a kind of funny joke now we're just gonna beat that shit into the dirt for the next like two years yeah dude i fucking hate tiktok god damn dude it felt like it wasn't gonna end you didn't like that dude it was pretty funny at parts but uh uh, like i said it's just like just feels like the same thing every time yeah it is i've only the thing is i've only seen like three of them this and is so, the voice of somebody that would never say this. Look how insane and crazy what what he just said. I will jump. In, I will literally jump in your ass. Oh my god, that's insanely funny. Yeah, I like I said. I mean, how many of them have you seen? Have you seen a, a ton? Yes. Yeah, I've I've only I've seen like I've seen them on like YouTube recommended and shit, but I've only actually watched like three of them. <laughs> so, bless you. No, oh, thanks uh yeah i just it just reminds me too much of the impression and honestly i'm i uh no hate on ai if you're listening ai but uh, i just don't like ai shit <laughs> if the AI basilisk art, is dude, listening right now i'm not i'm, I'm yeah, very I'm pro not talking about you creation. basilisk yeah um but um yeah i just don't like ai stuff like ai art it's like oh man that's cool but like the the it's so what what's the what is it the novelty the novelty of it fades so quickly for me 
Yeah. Well, actually, that was my topic that I want to talk about this week, if you want to jump into that. Yeah, let's do it. You know, just because I feel like AI like two years ago was such a different conversation from AI right now. Yeah. I mean, it's doing exactly what AI does. And it's increasingly it's 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 increasing its ability exponentially. Yeah, dude, I saw this was so ridiculous is I saw this. Um, It was like Trevor Noah or like Jimmy Kimmel or someone, someone that one of those dumbass like late night hosts that suck at everything. Uh, actually, it might have been John Oliver. Um, and they were and they were talking about AI, and I was like, oh, okay, like there's a lot of really really interesting aspects of AI, like in terms of like them potentially like replacing the job market because they can just do all these like really complex jobs really easily, like apparent and like kids are using AI to like cheat on their tests these days, like they're using ChatGPT to write their essays for them, they're using it like programming like computer science majors are using ai to do their like programming homework now because just it can do it and it's like literally all they have to do is type in like hey do this problem and it does it and so that's really interesting the potential for like ai to replace job like low-wage jobs is like really scary but after a certain point once ai replaces enough jobs in theory we could move to a world where no one needs to do these these really shitty minimum wage jobs and instead we have some sort of like universal income or whatever but that's like a whole different like conversation and out of all these interesting topics fucking john oliver thinks oh you know what would be really interesting to talk about oh ai is gonna take over the world oh we're scared of ai they're gonna fucking kill all all humans like what a dumb argument to make about this incredibly interesting conversation fuck you john oliver piece of shit turns out maybe it's not even him but just in case john oliver on the hate list yeah put him on there fuck him fuck him yeah dude i mean and the main reason for that is the like i don't like bringing him up either because that weird I, you and i hate bringing up common topics but elon musk is like he's like the guy that everyone in the in modern society and in uh pop culture turns to whenever they need like a scientific genius to have a comment on something and e- elon musk is like terrified of ai because of he's afraid of what it can do so like anytime anybody goes to him to ask about what he thinks about AI, he's like, yeah, AI could like take over the world. They will take over the world. Everybody's like, oh no, please, please don't take over me, Mr. AI painter that I that can't figure out how to draw fucking fingers to save its life. <laughs> Which to be fair, human painters struggle with fingers too. Yeah. Either yeah, way. Hands are the worst. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Like I yeah. said, I'm not a huge fan of AI stuff. Well, all right. So I watched this video by Solar Sands that does a, an incredibly good job of breaking down the complex issue of AI art. And he basically lays it out as uh, this is me, like, you know, paraphrasing another YouTube video essay that I watched because that's kind of just what this podcast has become. Yeah. But uh, apparently, what they do is the AI will will pour through like thousands and millions of like fucking like artist drawings and yeah. they'll like like pick on like key elements so like if if you say like hey draw a rat it'll pour over like millions of drawings of rats from artists across the internet and select like the key re- repeating elements and combine these elements in order to create what it what it thinks is a rat right yeah but the problem with that is it's different from drawing inspiration where like a human can see a van gogh and be like that's really cool i'm gonna draw a van gogh or i'm gonna paint a van gogh inspired art piece because what the ai is doing is it's literally using pieces of this this artist's work as like the foundation of a new artwork there's no creativity or inspiration involved it's there's no uh what's the word innovation yeah yeah kind of i don't know he does a much better job of explaining it and so that's the problem and so kind of the this the like solution the 
solution in parentheses that he arrives at is it should artists should be able to opt in to the AI thing. Like before AI uses any artwork, it should obtain permission from the artist. But what the companies are doing is instead they're doing a take, you know, take what we want and and then like apologize if the artist wants to be taken out and then they'll like take the artist out of the out of the algorithm. But the thing is, AI, it's impossible for AI to unlearn something. So when they when they're like, oh yeah, sorry, we'll take you out now, you're you're not really truly taking them out. You're kind of just like, you know, taking their name out of the system. But it, like their art is still kind of in the learning evolution, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know. Do you think? What do you think about AI art? Do you think it's? Do you think it is a danger to artists and art theft, and it should be like heavily regulated, if not banned? Or do you think it's kind of just like, guys, this is fucking how shit works? I don't know. I don't think it should be banned, but I think it should be looked at more as like a, a fun little, fun little thing, fun little guy. You know, <laughs> it shouldn't be guy. like. You shouldn't be using AI art to turn into commissions and shit and post them in art museums. I don't think it's art. I don't think so. Mm. Um, but I, I think it's it's fun to play with. Like that's the first thing people started doing with it. They were like, you know, it'd be really funny if I made Shrek into a Marvel superhero. Yeah, but the problem with that is you're saying like, oh, it's it's not like it's not like it's a commission it's just a fun little thing but i've seen in real life people like using ai art instead of like commissioning art because one of the guys i work with was like one of the first guys on chat gbt and he's like check this out like i need some like branding artwork for the website instead of going to an artist and commissioning it and paying money and having to wait like a month for him to paint it or draw it boom i just put in like fucking whatever i want and then it pops up and it gives me like six different options to put on my website hmm. so you are kind of taking away it's like lying think, by omitting the truth you're taking away commissions by directing them somewhere else do you think this would if we continued down that path do you think it would increase the value of human created art no you it don't would decrease so. it because you're flooding the market with art yeah, but it's not human art, you know. There's there's in art there's like novelty to everything, at least in painting. Yeah. And it's like the the thing that people are paying for, like when you see a million dollar painting and it's just like a blue like a cobalt blue canvas. And that's mm. it. People aren't paying because oh man, this represents me so well. It's because of the novelty of it. There's like an idea behind it that they buy into and then they pay three million dollars for it i don't i hear what you're saying and you're right but i don't think it's going to increase the value i think all other art is going to devalue like art in general is going to devalue but human-made art is going to like kind of stay where it's at and the only justification for paying this like absurdly higher price is it's human-made you know what i mean it's like buying organic versus buying non-organic yeah, but people still buy the organic over non-organic because they think it's better or whatever. Yeah, no, I think I think some people will, but also there's people like me who's like, I know I'm going to get cancer from this AI art, but I'm still going to buy it. Or I'm sorry, I know I'm going to get cancer from this fucking genetically modified tomato, but I'm broke, so I'm just going to buy it anyways. I guess so. But, I mean, that's not even, even with artists nowadays anyway, it's like, some people can make a living off of it but it's not the people who make a living off of it the really famous ones aren't marketing to regular people they're marketing to this art culture yeah but it's going to eliminate the uh the middleman or the middle it's like uh, i saw this this video essay on like medium budget movies and how they're i've been watching a lot of video essays <laughs> i saw this video essay talking about how like the medium budget movie is like a thing of the past like we either have our like four hundred trillion dollar Marvel movies or our like fifteen thousand dollar Skinner movies. There's no more like ten million dollar seven 
or Silence of the Lambs. Like those movies, no one makes them anymore because it's it's too much in the middle, you know? You think so? That's what the video essay said. I don't know. I don't like thinking for myself. It makes me it makes my head hurt. Um I don't know, man. Let me look up everything everywhere all at once. It was probably the best movie of last year. Their yeah. budget was fourteen they said it says fourteen to twenty five million. Oh, that would be a medium budget movie. Oopsies. Yeah. I don't know. I'm silly. I'm a silly head. I'm a silly then, little guy. Yeah. This one too. Another popular one from last year is Bullet Train. Fuck. All right. You you that convinced one had, me. Hold on, let me see. What's that Shakespeare play? Uh Caesar? Julius Caesar? Isn't that a Shakespeare play? Oh, dude, Bullet Train had a huge budget. It was a much worse movie. What was Bullet it's Train? Probably because of the actors in it. It's, it has like 85 to 90 million. Yeah, that would be a big budget. Yeah. It's also nuts. I still I do kind of want to watch that movie though. Was it not good? It was pretty good, but overrated in my opinion. That's kind of you and I. That's like everything. Speaking yeah. of which, turning red. Oh yeah, uh, I don't. We can. We might cut this, but uh, <laughs> I had one of my friends who listens to the podcast text me, and she was like, she was like, "Wow, I can't believe you guys shit on turning red so much, and I can't believe you boil it down to just an allegory for periods." That's so like, uh. Which I tried to deny. I was like, "It's not. That's not just what it is." Yeah, I don't know, but uh, she actually <laughs> she does actually turn into a panda, a red panda. Yeah, I know. It's not like a. It's not just a. Allegory. No, okay, but this is the thing. They're constantly. That's that's kind of. I'm I'm gonna fucking double down on this actually because I just watched the video essay again because she sent me that text <laughs> instead of watching the movie. Yeah, she sent me that text and I was like, "Hold on, let me let me review all my points that I need to regurgitate up, as if they were." Let him cook. <laughs> Hold up, let him cook. Watch his three video essays. Um, they actually <laughs> like the dude. The amount of times the mom is like, "You forgot your pads. Oh, you're going through trouble. Here are some pads. Here's a tampon." Like it's very clearly, obviously, you know, it's more than just fucking. It's like puberty as a whole or whatever. But the amount of times they reference like and associate periods with this fucking panda, it's very clear that that is a core aspect of the allegory is the period. And I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, but you still can't convince yeah. me I'm wrong. After watching the movie, you are convinced it's a core allegory, and it's definitely not something that they just focused on in the in the video essays for sure. Exactly. Yeah. I, I Either way, I think it doesn't. It shouldn't matter whether or not it's a core aspect, or if it's boiled down to periods, or if it's about something greater, like being a teenage girl in that awkward phase of middle school, where you don't know what's going on, and you're trying to figure out your emotions and. Everything is everywhere all at once. And um, I don't think it matters because it's still just not just because it was a good movie does not mean it was a great movie. It also, just because it's I don't inoffensive, know, man. just because it's inoffensive and there's nothing really bad about it doesn't mean it was a great movie. That was my point. It yeah. shouldn't matter whether or not, oh, you don't, you guys don't get it. Oh, I can't believe you boiled it down to this. It, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is, it's not a great movie. Yeah, I'm with you. Even outside of the whole like weird allegory shit, it's like at the end of the day, it just looked annoying, man. Like in yeah, the trailer, it's, like it's this fucking ugh. the art style looks like. I saw some YouTube comment that put it best. He was like, "The art style looks exactly like I grew up on Tumblr without a father," and I was like, oh, "Yeah, shit. that's true." It's just annoying. It's this fucking. It's an. It's this the like way the weird. The characters move. The character design. Yeah. It looks like the fucking characters from the Kroger commercials and DoorDash commercials. Dude, that's what everyone's saying. Is like, what's up with the Grubhub art style these days? Yeah. And like, can we get away from it, please? And yeah, that's it's. That's just Pixar, man. Well, I mean, Pixar. They're just going straight for as realistic as possible. Render it so it's as realistic as possible. I don't know. But anyway. I mean, every the in. Turning red is just like as cookie cutter as possible for the animation. Yeah. Which is why Puss in Boots is the greatest animation movie in the past three years. Puss in Boots was quite good. It was I'm quite glad good. you enjoyed it. Animation um, match. It was it. One more thing I want to talk about before we jump into a poetry segment, because we are like way 
like we're hour four minutes in right now yeah uh, uh another example of ai there's an internet historian video on it again i've been watching video i gotta essays. watch internet historian Sue me. I gotta see that watch this video it's so funny because back in the day i think it was microsoft made an ai and it was like an ai it, like personality and they had a twitter and the whole gimmick was like it learns from you the people so like Ooh. everyone tweet at this fucking bot and like help it become like a good person which oh, no. of course horrible, horrible idea. idea and immediately within 24 hours it started saying a bunch of stuff like hitler did uh quote hitler did nothing wrong end quote and like just yeah. a bunch of nazi Racial stuff slurs. and racist stuff and yeah. so they took it down oh. and uh but the funniest part is like and so of course 4chan was devastated <laughs> they took it yeah. down they were like they like drew a bunch of like fan art of her and being like rest in peace like bring her back free her free her and yeah. all of a sudden two weeks later she comes back online what they had like took her offline she comes back online and she's like they don't want me to be online she says like three more racist slurs like they're trying to keep me down and then she disappears forever and she goes what offline again fuck? it was so weird and it's so cool everyone go uh, i'll have dan link the fucking video it was so fucking interesting and cool and also just really funny because that is and then like 10 years later we have this big ai blow up but back in the day that was the like prime example of ai was yeah. this fucking nazi racist like fembot Dude, internet historian slaps. Dude, he does. And weirdly, he knows a lot about 4chan. Very funny. What'd you say? Yeah, weirdly. I wonder how he knows so much about 4chan. I'm not going to make any allegations against the man. Anyway. Yeah, I just said he's really funny and very informative in his videos. Yeah, true. Like the the freaking... The, the Cost of Concordia video. Oh, dude. I can't... So I'm good. so glad he made that because I love that song so much. Yeah, the, the ballad, ballad of the Coaster Concordia. Yeah, and so now... And it helped me to appreciate the song so much more because yeah, finally I was yeah. like, oh, that's why he keeps fucking talking about boats in the song. Yeah. How was I supposed to steer the ship? It was an expensive mistake. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's do your poem segment. All right. Yeah, I wrote a poem on a plane. Same plane with the girl, by the way. The when girl was that like, was watching him look up biochemical warfare <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the other thing and then i'm writing like these fucking super edgy because i was like i was like i'm feeling edgy i'm gonna write this like really edgy fucking poem uh it's literally called pools of blood on linoleum on linoleum floors that's and, actually uh, i can feel that with my hands what i said i could feel that like i could i could picture that easily without ever knowing how linoleum floors feel or what a pool of blood feels like i could see i could feel that oh fuck yeah yeah I've, i this is like kind of a, a combination of a bunch of like random poetry things that i've written in my notes that i'm like oh that would go kind of hard oh dude you totally have all right yeah look up linoleum floors it's, oh yeah i think it's also what they have in school but i'm not sure like back in high school uh, no, they had waxed tile. Okay. Like cheap tile. Guess yeah, I'm linoleum. Wrong. I get you. I get it. All right, let's let's hear the poem. <clears throat> the title: Pools of Blood on Linoleum Floors. <clears throat> Breaking my bones just to fit their mold. Crushed by stones, my silence cannot be sold. Maliciously, a loathsome weariness seeps in as I grow old. Viciously, it creeps into the folded fabric of my very soul. Maybe that's why I feel so cold. Gnashing my teeth at eternal returns, everlasting fire leaves permanent burns. Twisting and turning towards the firmament, my spirit yearns. Endlessly hurting, it seems my infernal spirit never learns, passing beneath with inextinguishable scorn. Drowning in a bucket of paint, floundering, unable to escape. Armed with bl bloody nails, all I can do is scrape. Clawing at this fucking pain flowing in my veins. Don't look at me, I'm no saint. Inside the mirror lies a vision that haunts me. Daunting legions of terrors that swamp me. 
Behind the mirror's lie is a man who is not me. Hiding in his mirrored eyes, I see a gaunt me, writhing in miserable agony. Feasting on my Siamese twin, I devour him with filed teeth and a desolate grin, until nothing is left but my self-imposed state of isolation, leaving me lonely with only the company of my sins, a hopeless situation I cannot win. I'm afraid of myself. Please, I need help. Can't you understand I'm not well? Hollowed out, all that's left is a shell. I don't want to die. Damn. The end. That's pretty freaking good. Thanks, dude. My only critique is probably it's just really long. Yeah. But, uh, Bill Cosby, if they sleep on me, then fuck them. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be a fun one to edit, Dan. I think. Yeah, I can't wait. All right. Well, this has been everybody has a hypocritical hater inside of them somewhere. Yeah, let it come out. <laughs> I mean, out. not come out. I I'm I not mean, homophobic. Uh, I'm, I'm straight. What? What? Hold on, hold on. You remember how, like, in 2003, every Lil Wayne song started with a lighter flick? Uh, young Wheezy on the beat, looking for a girl to lick on my feet. What? Uh, young G Baller on the track. <laughs> Got a Brazilian wax. Now I'm balder in the back. Hung up on my girl. Told her I'd call her right back. Fucked her too hard from behind. Call it a snapback. <laughs> oh. <laughs>